ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome back to another episode of the X1 Bros. This is your positive gaming and Xbox community. Mm-hmm. Thank you very much for being here. As always, I'm joined by the bros, the X1 Bros. First and foremost, it's Mr. McSpicy. Next, it's Jordan. Oh, hey, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Did you want me to say something? Uh, And last but not least, I am X1. Welcome to the show. This is podcast number 326. If you ever want to watch the show live, you can do so over at YouTube, youtube.com forward slash X1 bros. We actually just got a super chat from Super Shark. So thank you very much. Super Shocker. Sorry. Super Shocker and Super Shark. I just, it's They're all the same guy. They're they're, they're really the same guy. It's originally the same guy. It's just interchangeable. But you can come watch us live every single Friday, youtube.com forward slash X1 bros. Come subscribe to the channel and hit that notification button. Be notified when we all go live. I've been doing the morning shows lately, Uh a couple days a week, every Monday for sure. And then the rest is bonus is how I look at it. I like it. Yeah. Start your Mondays out right. It may or may not involve me, nudity, and sour cream. (laughs) Just as a teaser. I love sour cream. Dude, sour cream is one of my most favorite condiments. That and mayonnaise. I can eat them both with spoons. Mayonnaise? I actually did it, and my wife gagged. I know in Russia, mayonnaise like dude, people mayonnaise just like eat it so out of a bag. Good. That's actually pretty gross. And in, in Russia Plain? though, because when it's like minus fifty, you just need calories. I'm gonna go ahead <laughs> yeah. and say that that's pretty gross. Dude, no, so I know good. in Russia they mayonnaise. just like they eat it out of the jar. Dude, I like that's cereal. what I do. Yeah. Maybe I'm like maybe I got Russian genes yeah, somewhere. You're Russian. I guess it is. Uh, uh, I like mayonnaise. But it is that's September, gross. and we have yet. You're to, weird. <laughs> thank you. It's September, and we've yet to get a price. On either the PlayStation 5 oh, yeah. or the Xbox. Yeah, I think it's going to be like two weeks before. I think we're going to get it in, because uh, we know it's coming out in November. Yep. It's probably going to coincide with like the Assassin's Creed launch and Call of Duty, so around that time. I think we're going to get it like middle of October. Yeah, yeah. That at, at I actually think the end of October, I think it's clear at this point, right, that Xbox wants to undercut PlayStation mm-hmm. and vice versa. I, th- I don't think it's, I think well, neither wants to release the price first, clearly. Mm-hmm. Well, at this point, it's too late. I feel like it's too late to make any like mass changes, right? Because I figure they're probably already in mass production and getting ready to ship everything out, right? Yeah. Because you know how they'll make, like with the 360, uh, they made changes. Uh, there's a story about Peter Moore. They looked at Gears of War and they decided to go with more RAM because it's, and they made that change closer to the end and then they made yeah. it. Anyway, I think it's too late for all those changes. So I really wonder if they're sitting there, if they're like, like you said, if they're like, okay, we'll just wait for PlayStation, then we'll undercut them by 50 bucks or whatever, yeah. right? Or if they're thinking like, hey, how much of a hit can we take and how low can we you get? Know, you know what you, I mean? You know what I think's going on? I think, you know how um, uh, the Super Bowl, they print out like, a hat that says they're the winners or a hat that says they're the winners. I'll bet you they have their marketing boxes. Cheapest and most powerful. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they have their they have their boxes already printed out and ready to go all in the factory. And so they have to win. And so what what would that cost them? Like the boxes on that? Maybe a hundred grand, maybe two hundred grand to have like, you know, uh, how many units? Thirty thousand. Depends if you go depends if you go glossy or matte. Yeah. yeah, yeah. See, that's what I'm saying. Like, I'll take a hit. Uh, you know, I, well, if I had that kind of Microsoft money, I would take a hit. But let's hypothetically say that I do. I'll take a two hundred thousand dollar ding to win the next console yeah. war. Yeah. Agreed. Why you not? Know, so that's. Why not? I, I bet you they have multiple ones uh, printed down. You're right now. It's like the end of the Batman. The Batman uh, trailer with the Riddler, mm-hmm. and on price, it's just question marks. <laughs> question mark. Fitz, yeah, yeah. put that in chat. It's just yeah. like question marks. For- or 
there is the uh, chance it could just be free, and that's why they haven't come out with a price yet. Free for everybody. Yeah, they're just they're they're sitting there like everybody you know keeps what? asking us about price. No, <laughs> no there is none. It's free. It's free. We just want you in our ecosystem. Yeah, what are you yeah. talking about? <laughs> just uh, just take it. Just take it. <laughs> yeah. Sign up for one year. We'll ship you a box. Uh, your move, Sony. <laughs> <laughs> Sony gives you fifty bucks to take their box. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's uh, they start paying you. That's no really. What is the latest that you think? we will get a price. I think, I think you could get away with the last week of October, the week before. Yeah. I I think it'll be middle to late October, especially if pre-orders are going to be limited anyways. Like we know Sony says there's going to be limited pre-orders, probably going to be the same thing with Microsoft. Then it doesn't matter when you release your, like you can do it a week before and just get that rush of initial pre-orders anyways. Mm -hmm. How about, what was your have question? They, have they announced, the la- the have they announced that you can pre-order yet? No. Uh, no so Sony, Sony did the thing you could pre-order the pre-order. The pre-order, yeah. <laughs> yeah they <laughs> said, here's a page, put in your email address, <laughs> and you'll pre-order the pre-order. Yeah. Which we and did. The reason, which we all did. We all did. Is it because you can't pre-order until there's actually a confirmed price, right? I, is that Yeah, how I think because you've got to pay for it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So oh, yeah, a blank check. Remember that movie from the nineties? <laughs> that little kid got a million dollars. Dude, yes he did. Well, because you know, like if you take a, a store like GameStop, you're only required to put like twenty five down to hold the spot, and then you can pay the day up, yeah. right? So, but I mean, but at that on, point, we already knew, like, oh, I put twenty five down now, and we know it's going to cost two hundred bucks yeah. when it comes right. So no online online pre orders. You've got to pay because that's what we did. With, we you had to do the Project Scorpio online. We paid right there on the spot. When, when you check out for it. Mm-hmm. So, and you got to imagine it's going to be limit one per customer, right? Like, they're not going to let you. Didn't do we have to put like $5 or down or something like that? Yeah, we got our, we didn't order well, we our Scorpios online. We uh, ordered them at GameStop. I think, but again, I know, we knew I the think price. one went online and then two. No, no, no. You tried to order online and then Amazon shafted you. Oh, so you that's went and right. got it in person. That is right. That is what <laughs> happened exactly. Love getting shafted by Amazon. Yeah, sorry Amazon, but you sometimes you shaft us. Yeah, sometimes, sometimes you do real good. It's like every time every with time with me. The yes. best was when like my package by the Amazon. The best the, is my package. The, <laughs> <laughs> the official Amazon delivery guy just left it basically on the sidewalk. <laughs> he like he like got out of his truck. He's like, yeah, it's the last one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah here you go, right in front of the sidewalk. sidewalk. What? Like you can you can't walk it up to my front porch. Like what is going on? Save he did the same thing to Spicy. Who did? Well, and, and uh, remember when the delivery guy, we had the same delivery guy, just leaves it like, oh, like it was on my on your sidewalk. <laughs> yeah. yeah what an well, And what's funny is he didn't, he clearly didn't think there was anything wrong with that because you know how like they take a picture yeah. of it. He took a picture of it. It was like, and your you package totally is delivered. See, yeah. You could totally see like <laughs> you see your whole house right yeah. there. It's like uh, on a scale from one to 10, I give it a two <laughs> of yeah, caring about your package. Yeah. That's, that's exactly what happened. And I, I called and complained. And then, so the next time, and he brought a package the next day, he knocked on my door. I wonder if he knew that I complained. <laughs> and then ever since then, haven't had that issue. Oh, not yeah, that yeah, issue yeah, yeah, at nice. all. <laughs> well, well done, yeah, like, David. Yeah, they talked to. Hey, have you been bringing the packages to the door? Hey, you're, talk, you're not uh, a paper boy. You're talking not a, about yeah, prices. He yeah. He's all on his bicycle. <laughs> <laughs> talking about prices for the Series X, we've gone back and forth. How expensive will it be? And there was an interesting comment made on Twitter this week. Uh, and I'm sorry, I apologize. I forget your name. Who, t- who tweeted at us? But 
with the NVIDIA conference and the GPUs that are coming out, oh, yeah. what they're able to do with the GPUs, yeah. perhaps these boxes aren't as expensive as we initially thought with I, with what we saw with the at the NVIDIA conference. I keep going back and forth. I see what these boxes are capable of doing, and I'm like, man, that's going to be an expensive box. Yeah. You know, traditionally, like it's you know, I, I think six six hundred dollars isn't out of the realm of possibility. Maybe even more, right? Because of what they can do. And then you you see the conference, or you see like you you see Microsoft. They're I mean, I, I'm back and forth. Yeah. I don't know. I I, I I see both sides of the fence here. I'm well, like, well, I, you know, I, I don't know. I really don't know. So seeing the power of the new, like the RTX uh, 30 series, right? The new yeah. ones that are coming out. Yeah. And their price points. Um, there has never been. Oh, no. The, I think the last time a graphics card with that much power was less than the predecessor. Oh, yeah. Was 2004. There was tons of memes out there about about it, and then uh, apparently the market's just been flooded with people selling their GPUs. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> well, that yeah, well, yeah. That? well, and that's the thing. Like it, it has more power and is less than the price. And okay. the last time that happened was way back in in 20 or 2004, a long, long time ago. Which tells me, I mean, you can and you know maybe extrapolate a little bit of data there. What that in my mind tells me, I feel as though. That wasn't the prices they're releasing. Nvidia, the prices they're releasing this as wasn't their original price point that they were going. Sure, I think the consoles, the consoles forced them, forced oh. their forced hand them to match. Correct, forced them to pull that price yeah. down because the, and they're moving early. Like these graphics cards are going to be out before uh, the the consoles, yeah. right? Yeah. So, so I th I think they are. So they're moving. They're trying to get the edge on the consoles because the consoles have so much power available are, to them. Are we upgrading? Are we upgrading our video card uh, cards? Uh, I'm on a so I do it like a a half cycle. A cycle. I get I get a, a motherboard. I get a new computer with my old graphics card, and then in two years I get a new graphics card on my old computer oh, I see, I see to to stagger yeah. the price. Mm -hmm. um, and what then, are they three ninety nine for these new ones? Four fifty. Four forty nine. But think. being more powerful. Though, yeah. That's four. Yeah. Ooh, then there's not bad. Extremely powerful yeah. cards coming out. We're extremely powerful. And those are that, I think that's the 2070. Or yeah. I mean, the 3070. Yeah. The 3070, well, I think. Well, it's all price. really interesting. Gaming, uh, I've said it before, I'll say it again. Gaming in the next five years is going to completely change. Like, we are going to see jumps and leaps that mm -hmm. we've not seen before. And we're already seeing it when the NVIDIA conference was proof positive that the launch of these next generation consoles is proof positive that. I think it's good for us that n neither PlayStation or Xbox has yet announced their price because it shows they both want to compete with price. They want. They want to be the, the cheapest box. Or they both know that we're not going to like the price. Or, no, I think, I think, so I think yeah. that. No, I think it's you. I really think and NVIDIA's, they, uh, their hand was moved a little bit. They gave I, up the price, I think. I think we're seeing four ninety nine. Yeah, I I think. And NVIDIA undercut them by 50 bucks. Yeah. 40 bucks. Yeah. yeah. I think, uh, yeah, I think. The console, the new powerful consoles, force the market a little bit uh, for the for the graphics card, which is awesome, by the way, for us. Yeah, because that's cool. Yeah, no, I think it's really cool. <laughs> I want to get that kind of power. I want to upgrade my graphics card now. Like, why not? Yeah, for four hundred. Why not? How yeah. much did they did they show? How much more power it was? Uh, uh, percentage wise, it's significant. Yeah, all really, I know yeah. the yeah, memes. And that's just the seventy. That's the, the thirty seventy. Yeah, the, the yeah. memes had like the twenty eighty and then the thirty seventy. And the 2080 was like being destroyed, like blown up and on fire and the whole shot. Yeah, it's it's pretty crazy. Um, wow. Yeah, it's cool. It's very exciting. Guys, 
it is uh, the beginning of September. Can you believe it's September already? But that means that we end with our Gamer Club Hellblade Yay. was last month's Gamer Club. And we Yay. get a new Gamer Club uh, game for this month. Game Gamer Club, uh, it was Hellblade Senua's Sacrifice. The reviews, I love that game, first of all. Gotta play with headphones. Uh, I did get to go back and play it a second time. I didn't beat it the second time. There's just so many games this this month yeah. <laughs> that have come out. They just all hit it once. It's, mm-hmm. oh my goodness. Anyways, uh, playing it a second time, I think you appreciate it even more. We did get some reviews left. Uh, Reckham said, Hellblade is an amazing, unique cinematic experience made on a much smaller budget than many realize. It's a shining star in the future of Microsoft's first-party content. Can't wait to see Hellblade 2. Amen. Ozzy... Osborne. Yeah, I mean, he's Ozzy. Ozzy's just set. Sorry, he just says uh, he's looking forward to the next help. Well, like, as well. Uh, like Reckham said, look what they did with no budget. Yeah, no budget. Imagine exactly. what they can do with money. And the thing that they did so well in that is emotion and storytelling with sound. Uh-huh, yeah. It's great addition. It shows you the value of Game Pass. That's a fantastic yeah. game. It's coming to Game Pass. I mean, first party exclusive. Really good. Do you want to say something else? <laughs> no, yeah, sorry. Yeah. I'm just I'm all over the place here. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. I just, you need to focus? Many things are happening. Many what's, things are happening. What's happening? Nothing. Sorry. It's just me. I'm just all over the place. <laughs> That's all uh, right. You know what? You can just take your time. We're all here for you, take man. Take a deep breath. This is a safe area. Take a deep you breath. You can just tell Guys, your feelings. We do a game club. The game club is one game that we play together as a community every single month. And like Senua, Sacrifice, Hellblade 2, this month, September's. They're always on Game Pass, by the way. Well, not always. We did Miami, which isn't on Game Pass. But we try to make them on Game Pass so yeah, that everybody yeah. can play. This month's a unique one, a very special one. This month's Game Club game. Join us over on Discord, discord.com or x1bros.com forward slash Discord. And join the Game Club channel this month's new gamer club, Game Club. <laughs> oh my <laughs> gosh. Just go for it, man. You got this. <laughs> it's Crusader Kings 3 or... Wasteland 3, both on Game Cl- or Game Pass and Game Pass Ultimate, Crusader Kings 3 or Wasteland 3, or if you're hardcore, go for both of Ooh. them, baby. That's right. I myself am going to be diving in heavily to Crusader Kings 3. Mm-hmm. It is on Game Pass Ultimate on the PC, so you can go and, and jump over on that, or you can jump into Wasteland 3 that is brand new on Game Pass, and that's on both Game Pass and Game Pass Ultimate, so if you have PC, Xbox, doesn't matter where you play that. Let's jump in straight over to... The reviews of Wasteland 3. We got a chance to jump into it and play it this week. Let's start with Jort the Man. Wasteland 3. Tell us about it. You know, I really enjoy it. It's basically like uh, Gears Tactics and Fallout had the perfect child. Uh, It's it's Gears Tactics camera and combat style that, uh, what are they called? Asymmetric top-down, right? Yeah. Uh, So the combat is that, you know, strategic top-down, turn-based, right? And then the... The Fallout part, right, which is this is the guy who originally created Fallout anyway, it's that RPG stuff. You can lockpick. Characters have specific, uh, like, jobs and attributes that you can level up with to do things. Like, for example, let me just run through uh, my squad. Mark actually gave me the idea because usually I don't pick names because, like, (laughs) you'll die and I'll feel bad. Yeah. But what I did is I, so this game is based around your squad. You can have up to, I think it's like six, or you can have. Less if you want, just depends on what I know you want what to do, you're right? Say. This is, this is people make fun of me for what you're about to say. 
No, I think it's cool. Oh, no, cool. no, what? I think it's cool. What, you're going to name your character like Lockpicker? No, 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 no. I know I named him after you guys. <laughs> oh! Yeah. 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 I, do, I usually don't a... like doing that because then I feel bad when you die. No, well, this is cool, this, though. In this game, because to <laughs> yeah. keep track of my characters, I name them like... Um, a heavy gunner, yeah. <laughs> Lock picker, yeah. Uh, animal friend, yeah. Well, because what's cool about this game animal is friend. animal friend. Yeah. Because there's a there's a animal, there's an uh, animal talking, tamer yeah, guy. Yeah. That's hilarious. So you name them what they are, and then it's really yeah. easy to level them up. Because what's cool about this game is, like in Fallout, you kind of want to build your character. Like, oh, I want to be a melee character. I want to be this type of character. In this game, because it's a squad, you can have multiple of those. So, like, my character is focused on leadership and automatic rifles. Sure. I have a character named David. He's focused on big guns and explosives. So you yeah, find the explosives baby. and you like take them out and stuff that like that. That is me. I and think that's I, me to a T. Yeah. And then I have Mark who's focused on, he went melee and then computer stuff, Ooh. right? So he's focused on all the computer stuff. I like it. And then I have a, a girl named Hawk. She's focused on sniping and sneaking, right? She so, sounds I mean, hot. What's cool about this is like in... in she sounds yeah. hot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, what's cool about this and what I like is in games like Fallout and stuff, you really kind of have to pick one of those. It's hard to be a jack of all trades, but in this game, because of the squad system, you can essentially be the jack of all trades by having individual squad members be specific yep. uh, at their job. And it kind of like adds to the game, like, oh, where's my where's my computer guy in the squad, or where's my explosive ordnance guy in the squad, right? Which is really cool. Uh, funny enough, I don't know if it's my command style or what happens, but you two always seem to shoot each other. <laughs> I was watching your stream yeah. the other day and you shot me. I think I was I was streaming and I think even uh, the chat made the comment they're like don't you have friendly fire turned off? How did they hit each other? And and they still did. I was, I was it was really weird. Nah, this is actually pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah, David, really you watch yourself. Is it, is it like one? Is it that we're staggered? No, I think it's because I don't know what it was. It was an attribute where we're uh, not accurate. I yeah, but friendly fire's turned off, right? I think it's. Does he have a douchebag attribute? <laughs> yeah, that just well, me you off? hit him too by mistake, and it was it was really weird. I was like, what what happened? Yeah. How did that happen? So anyway, but I'm having a lot of fun with it. I think it's really really good. Um. We're going to talk about a few other things when we get to Mark. I think I have a theory about that. Um, oh, my, like, there, there's my been issues? some bugs. I wonder if, because you've primarily been playing on the PC. Yeah. And I've had, I've had some bugs, but far less and less severe than what yours have had, have been. Okay. Right? Yeah. But, so, uh, and I'm on the Xbox. So, Jordan right? the Man, give me a positive that you really like about the game and give me one critique. Uh, so, positive, I think the game's fantastic. I love the squad says, I love the melding between. Essentially, the best way to describe it is XCOM and Fallout. Like, yeah, you know, I love the melding of the RPG elements with that uh, that turn-based top-down strategy. Yeah, right. I think that's perfect. Um, the criticism I have right now, other than bugs, I mean, there is some bugs in it, so we'll be waiting for that first patch, and we'll probably talk more about that in a minute. But it's really stressful to build all these characters because it's like, oh, who do I bring with me? Oh, dang it! Yeah. I need to. Yeah. I need to. I needed a sneaky person, and I brought the wrong guy. It's it's actually. It's actually more stressful than you think. So that's a criticism, right. or is that no? That's just, a criticism. Yeah, it's, oh, really? it's hard. Because isn't that also what makes the game? Uh, that is the game. It the stresses me have, out, though. It's a butt clencher. <laughs> yeah, it stresses. Yeah, like, when you have a I character spent more named, time building characters. When you have no, a character no. named Lockpicker, you don't really care about them too much. <laughs> but when it's named David and Mark <laughs> and Jordan, yeah, you know, no, then you care. Then I you guess, have to have them survive. That's I guess hilarious. that's not really a criticism. The criticism would be there's a few bugs. Now I'm playing on Xbox, and I've had far less bugs than what you've. Yeah, and I mean, far less severe. So I've had some before but. we go to spicy. Jordan, the man, recommend this game. It's on Game Pass, of course. Yeah, of course. I mean, why? Why not? I mean, if you have Game Pass, it's a, I think it's a, a for sure download. Yeah, and who would like this game? 
people that enjoy fun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's it's clearly genre. If, if you specific. like if you like either Fallout or you like. XCOM, either of the two, I think you'll like this game a lot. Okay, very good. Spicy, let's go to you. Now, you played this on your PC through Game Pass Ultimate. I played on both. Yeah. I originally started on the Xbox, but then I was like, what if I did it on the PC? Then yeah. I, could and, I mean, things. and it makes sense because mouse, mouse yeah. and keyboard with this game makes perfect sense. I think uh, it plays like the mechanics of it. Mousing over things is a lot easier than <sighs> moving your joystick a little bit. Um, but that's, you know, it's not too big of a deal. Uh, it just helps me find things better. Sure. Because uh-huh. the mouse like goes brighter. Oh, I see. And when yeah. you go over items. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's like, oh, yeah. You do your classic action game scrub of the map to see if your mouse can click. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. There's something over there. I didn't. Uh, and I did miss some things on the Xbox because <laughs> I originally played on the Xbox and I, you know, redid everything on the PC, which mm-hmm. uh, there's no cross progression. Yeah, that's an unfortunate on this. Oh. So if you start on one. And you want to play on the other, you're going to have to start I wonder. Over. I wonder why. I know, right? That because seems it's, like... It they're in like the same ecosystem, it seems like it should be possible, but maybe sure. there's something there we don't know. Maybe there's different... Maybe the console has a different game version than yeah. the PC. I don't know. Um, but uh, I think this game is a great game. I actually... So Jordan compared it to XCOM, compared it to like if XCOM and Fallout had a baby. I totally agree with that. Um, I also would say this is... I don't know if I'm going to get some flack for this or not. I don't know. But uh, I really think that this is one of the closest games to like a Dungeons and Dragons style game that I've ever played. Um, Just because of how deep the RPG system is and how the combat works uh, and all that. And XCOM is like a Dungeons and Dragons dungeon. That's really like how XCOM works with your squares and stuff, right? Um, I I think this game is an amazing game. Uh, the problems I had with it on the PC hurt my feelings a lot, and I don't like to have my feelings hurt. So, like, um, and I complained to Jordan quite a bit. So I'll <laughs> I'll, I'll summarize it. Uh, some of my characters are getting corrupted, um, and when I and like Jordan said, you spend a lot of time creating these characters. When they get corrupted, it's, it's a punch. It's in the gut. heartbreaking. Yeah, like especially when the character that was corrupted was your wife. Oh, like in real life. Like yeah. I made a character called Megan. Yeah. And she was my animal handler. Oh, because <laughs> yeah, okay. she likes animals. So it just made sense. And then all of her stats got wiped and erased and I can't add them back. And well, they were changed and it was just it was the character got corrupted. Weird, yeah. And so it uh, it's really disheartening when that th- kind of thing happens. Um, but, you know, if you were to not have that problem. I would say this is an extremely fun game. I it's a really exciting game to play. I like it a lot. I just had I've had problems with it on the PC version only. On my Xbox version, I've had none of those problems. Okay. That's good. So one. you know, whatever one you want to play on, keep yeah. in mind that I'm sure it'll get patched, but uh, I've had some issues. And it hurts my feelings when this happens because I get so excited about these games. That are good. Good. I get excited about good games. When bad games have problems, I don't care. Yeah. But this is a really good game. I really, really like this game a lot. There you um, go, guys. It's an excellent game. That is Wasteland 3. That's our first impressions of it. Don't forget, Wasteland 3 is our Gamer Club Game of the Month, along with Crusader Kings 3. We'll have some more about Crusader Kings 3 next week for you guys. I downloaded it. I didn't get a chance to jump yeah. in. What's <laughs> interesting is they're both very RPG-specific. Uh-huh. It's nice that Xbox and game consoles, and, and I mean, it's just nice that we're getting these types of games yeah. regardless. It's very exciting. I like that deep 
that in-depth, create a character, live through that character, and strategy, right? It's the strategic aspect yeah, to it as well. Yeah, and there's a lot of variance, a lot of variability. Um, there are some XCOM-style games that are very linear. This is sort of linear, but the items and the loot tables are always different because I know that from playing the Xbox versus the uh, the PC version the items I got weren't the same at all. So it's that makes replayability in this game uh, very high. So, yeah. Uh, mm -hmm. Cool, cool. Uh, something just, any, sorry, I got distracted by chat there. Uh, let's move on to Marvel Avengers. It dropped this week, and we had a chance to play for it. Jordan, I want to start with you, and then we'll go to McSpicy. I want to get your first impressions yeah. of Marvel Avengers. Now, all along for me, I haven't had a chance to jump into it yet. But all along for me, watching everything that's come out about it, this could have went either way for me, right? Like what, what it was, like it could be bad or it could be really good. And now we have it. So what yeah. is it for you, Jordan? Talk about it a little bit. Give us your first Yeah, so I played last night and then before the show today, and I'm kind of split 50-50 with it, um, which is interesting. So, yeah. No, so there's there's some good things and there's some bad things. So, good things is uh, it's an adventures game, which is cool. It's uh it's following your favorite superheroes, which is fun. The superheroes that you play as, uh, the main Avengers, they're really fun to play as. I, I really enjoyed. So, the first sequence is kind of probably what everybody's seen. It's it was in the demo. Um, it's uh it's you you basically jump between all the Avengers: Captain America, Black Widow, Thor, Hulk, Iron Man, right? And it's really cool because they're they're all different play styles right which yeah. which is fun um it's very uh tomb raider style combat uh which makes sense because you know it's crystal dynamics who make the tomb raider games right so there are some there's a little bit more i i'm not against uh what are they called dynamic events but i'm also not really for oh, dynamic quick, events quick, quick time, time events. events yeah there was a few of those in the opening you know which yeah, yeah i don't know so that's just i mean it's just your preference on that but that's very tomb raider like those are in tomb raider you know it's very crystal dynamics gameplay style right it's an action combat game which is really fun so anyway i like that part of it the story seems like it'll be interesting and i like that you get to play your heroes and then of course there's a gear system that's fun right so those are all good things about it the bad things about it or the things that i've don't necessarily like right now and given i'm only a few hours into the game so this is just first impressions you know subject to change when we get the final review sure, here sure sure but uh i think like i said the story is is good so far and it has potential to be good i think the weak point of the story right now is actually uh kamala khan uh who's miss marvel um i feel like her levels with the exception of the first one because it was kind of just an introductory to the game right yeah, you play like, her at the very beginning and it's just kind of like a sh kind of show you how to do everything yeah. right um, her next level, they're just very, can I say the word bland? Oh, yeah, that's yeah, yeah, bland. Exactly like, it's the word it's not like it, it, you go from playing, uh, Thor, like for example, let's use black widow. You go black widow has this cool fight with taskmaster right at the end of the tutorial kind of level, really fun. And then you kind of jump, and then there's some story stuff that happens and you jump over to, to Kamala, uh, and, uh, miss Marvel. Right. And it just, I don't know. It's just, it's, it's, it's just bland. It feels like given, you know she's not fully leveled up yet. I'm we're, we're we're still early ish into the game, but um, it was just bland. And what happened is you went from her and you kind of had this, in my opinion, a bland experience. Like you're not really excited to, at least for me, I'm not super excited to play as her. And then you jump into this next level where you play as the Hulk and you have an awesome boss fight with uh 
with uh, what's Hulk's enemy? Uh, uh, not Doomsday. Uh, what's his name? Abomination. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I mean, an awesome fight with yeah, him, I right? Just, I just finished yeah, that one. And, yeah, and it's awesome so fight. good. And it's, it's it feels like there's almost a... A high point with the Avengers because I I have a lot of fun playing with uh, you know Thor. I given you know I just did Thor in the beginning level, but like you know Black Widow's boss fight was really fun. Hulk's I think was so far. I mean it was the second boss fight, but it was better than Black Widow. Like it was really fun, right? Play, fighting Abomination, and then they it's almost like you get pulled back. You know, does that make sense? No, and, and I don't no. know if they're doing it to to maybe just change the pace of the story like you your 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 main avengers i guess is what we'll call them hulk and stuff like that or your kind of high octane missions and then miss marvel kind of pulls the story but just to do the pacing of the story and stuff I, but again that's just early of course she's not fully leveled up yet and you know we don't have all the you know we're still progressing through the story but that's just it just i feel like switching back to that character almost takes you out of the game you know what I mean? Yeah. I, I at this point, at this point, just at this point, I'd rather just switch missions between the main Avengers like Iron Man, Black Widow, Thor, Hulk, and Captain America, right? As opposed to jumping back and forth how they're doing now. But again, that may change as we get further into the, the game. My other criticism is, and I don't know how I feel about this, and I'm probably, you know, I, I'm kind of torn on this one. I don't like how they're hiding multiplayer behind the campaign. I agree 100%. Uh, yeah. it, it's kind of, so you jump, the first thing we wanted to do was jump in and, and play multiplayer, right? Because it's like, oh, it's, it, I, it almost gave me the memory. I know it's a different game and a different style of game, but it almost gave me the the vibe of like, oh, Ultimate Alliance, where you jump in with your friends, you play the missions and have fun, right? It kind of was giving me that vibe, right? But first thing you do is you load up the game and multiplayer has this big warning saying multiplayer takes place after the campaign and will there will be spoilers right which it, it's kind of a double-edged sword like it's cool that you're building off the campaign in your multiplayer mode but it also sucks because i just want to i want to jump into multiplayer with your friends you know what i mean yeah, so yeah, it's yeah. kind of I, I i don't know necessarily how i feel about that but um Anyway, those those are my kind of two. That that does count as one of my criticisms because it, it is kind of a bummer that it's like it made me not want to play multiplayer because I wanted well, I didn't want to be message, spoiled. You know it what like I mean? Really turns you off. Yeah, you're when like you go oh. to press. You're like multiplayer, play with your friends, co-op, all this stuff, and then it comes up. Do not play this. It will spoil your whole experience. Yeah, and it, it so made me like, think oh, like, oh, you know. And I guess I'll have to play through this game first. Yeah. you know, kind of thing. And I was really excited for multiplayer because that's where you're gonna, you know, you're you're gonna play through missions. You're gonna get gear. You're gonna build your gear. I mean, this is a live service game, so obviously, you know, they're gonna add stuff. Gear, I think, is gonna be important from what we've seen, uh, and then from what we played in the campaign, right? But I, it just it was just kind of a bummer that they hid multiplayer behind. Uh, the campaign. I, I feel like they could have told a really good story in multiplayer without spoiling the campaign. I mean, just told a separate story. I mean, like I said, it's a double-edged story. It's cool that they're building off the story from the campaign, but also I feel like they could have told a different story, you know, as well. Sure. But anyway, uh, we'll we'll see. I mean, maybe it'll be worth it. Maybe the story is so good that I'll be like, holy crap, there's no other way, you know? Sure. But we'll, we'll see as time. Those are just kind of my initial first impressions. So, me... I'm kind of 50-50 on it. I, I, I like the game. I like the gameplay. I, I think the combat's fun. It's an action combat. I like the switching between the heroes because it makes it like Thor feels different than Iron Man. Sure. Iron Man feels different than Hulk. Hulk just murders everybody. Sure. Uh, he's, 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 he feels different. He's, he's cool. He's actually kind of my favorite right now. Uh, cause he just, I mean, you it's like the Batman game. You can say he's not murdering people, but oh, they're no, dead. He's totally, when we, yeah. me and Jordan you are, were playing, they're dead. We, we were playing on party chat and during the game and, and the first, like it's every one of Hulk's moves 
kill somebody. Uh-huh. Even though, you know, heroes don't kill somebody. But when you grab a mortal, <laughs> yeah. I'm going to call normal people mortals, not like Thor. When you grab them and you like smash them into the ground so hard that a crater starts appearing. Yeah. And then you throw them off the Golden Gate Bridge. Golden don't Gate people Bridge. commit suicide off that? Like, I mean, yeah. that's... <laughs> There's no way they're alive. Yeah. There's no but way. But even, even if you jump into Thor, like his hammer, he's just yeah. smacking people. Yeah. There is no way that... Uh, that they're that they're surviving all the bone crushing. Well, like they're like, yeah. There's a scene where Iron Man uses his chest laser, right? <laughs> and he burns through a metal car with it. And yet, I use that same le- chest laser on like just dudes. Yeah, and, regular know, like, people with guns. I yeah, they're dead. Like there's it's it's it's, it's, it's the Batman thing again. Like it, yeah, they're not dead. They're just really hurt. No, they're dead. Like there's no way. But anyway, th- those are my first impressions. I, I I like the character switching. I my only thing with the campaign is I just feel like the weak point is just with that one character, uh, Miss Marvel, Kamala Harris. Just because I feel like it almost. It's, it's pulling you back too much, I think. You oh, know really? what I mean? It's like you have these cool, fun... And I get that you can't always have like a high-octane, a high-intense mission, right? But it just... You have such an awesome first set piece, and then the next level is just kind of like... It, it's almost like... You know like when you're in the middle of the movie and it kind of drags and then it gets good again? Yeah. That's kind of how it is R- right now. Right. Okay. And that's, so overall, you know, where are you right now on this game? Are you super stoked about it? I, I'm not 50/50. excited at all. I, I think they're doing a lot of good things, and I think they're doing things that are kind of like, eh, you know what I mean. So uh, time will tell. Right. Yeah. I, right now, I'm fifty-fifty on it. So and that's just how I feel. And spicy, agree, disagree with Jordan? What What is your experience so far with Marvel I, Avengers? I totally agree with him. I totally agree. There's this. You remember? Uh, was it uh, Horizon Three? Is that the one that had the seasons? Forza Horizon 3? Yes. Yeah. Okay. I compare this. Oh, no, no. Forza Horizon 4 had the seasons. Forza, Four. Forza Horizon 3 was perfect. 3 was split. Three was, that was the one in Australia around right? the map. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So Forza Horizon 4, the one with the seasons. You remember that five hours of tutorial that <laughs> yeah. didn't let you play with your friends? It's kind of the same concept here, in my opinion. And granted, this is my opinion. Um, I, I don't think, I don't, I mean, I'm sure a lot of people like stretchy hands, you know, (laughs) and there's, I'm sure a lot of people like, um, Kamala's powers and everything like that. I'm going to say, you're probably not going to agree with me because I do not like her powers and I don't find them fun and they weird me out. (laughs) And, uh. But that's okay that you like her. I'm just going to say that. I I find her levels really boring. Sure. Um, well, and why do you think they're boring? Just not as... Act- like Jordan used the word high octane. Is that just not not as interesting of a level? What What is it? The bad guys? I mean, to have I, a good, good guy, you have to have a good bad it, guy, it right? It might be because obviously your your main Avengers, like you're, we know more about that. I don't know. I, it's hard to explain. I just... Her... It's like pulling back the reins, but almost too much. Like, like I said, I get that there's pacing, right? I think they use her levels to help with the pacing, like sure. the story pacing. Sure. Because I mean, you have this big set piece at the beginning, then you have her level that slows it down, and then you have a Hulk level where you have, as of right now, the best boss fight in the game, I right? See. And then back, to, you know, it's just it's almost like too much. Sure. You know, you I just, just but to I, amped up a little yeah, bit. Yeah. Like I said, I mean. These are still early hours, right? So we'll see how it plays out. See, but and just- my thing is, and granted, other people might like her, uh, but my thing is, is 
why why put her at the beginning and only put her? It's discouraging me from playing the game. Like when I turn when I'm able to play as Hulk, for example, Jordan's talking about it. It changes entire, mm-hmm. entirely entirely. My whole I sit I lean forward in my chair and I'm excited and I'm I'm killing these people like they're dying <laughs> as Hulk. Like I'm if it didn't show me tearing them apart, <laughs> you're basically doing that because the Hulk is so powerful, right? And, and it's all these characters, uh, Black Widow, I love that character, I love Thor, I love Iron Man, I love Captain America, I love all these characters, and um, I'll be honest, I, I do like Fantastic Four, and yeah, Mis- Mr. Fantastic, you know, he's, he's an alright guy, I think his genius is great, I think he has a lot of good storylines and everything, I like that, but I think his power is one of the worst powers in, in the universe, like I hate- Stretchiness. I hate that ability. I think, and it weirds me out. And even in the movies that they made him, which weren't the best movies in the world, like every time he stretched his hands and got that grin on his face, like <laughs> it was, it's like it's even creepy. the time he stretched for toilet paper, I feel like, yeah, I, that was that was useful. Though. I feel like I feel like Mrs. Incredible does the stretchy thing right though. Um, she's elastic though, because remember she turns herself into like a parachute yeah, and stuff like that. True. So she yeah, kind of uses like, her power a little bit. So better, she's like you know? morphs her body. Like yeah, big, she's like a morpher. Yeah. I think I have like some sort of big hand phobia or something oh, because yeah. the reason, one of the many reasons I didn't like the video game Brink and like Dishon, I I thought Odd Dishonored style, was yeah. okay, but I didn't like the art style. It's because all their hands are bigger than their heads. Like they're just huge. And I so this is a very particular cr- critique. That, you know, everyone listening should know that Spicy is, he, he may have some weird issues. <laughs> he doesn't that, like big hands. That's okay. It's okay for me to have a different opinion, <laughs> but I I don't like that character very much and sure. because she freaks me out and I get weirded out and that's, you know, whatever it is. Maybe I have big hand insecurities. I don't know. So Jordan, Jordan thinks that they slowed her levels down for pacing. Is that what it seems like to you too, Spicy, or what? Um, well, yeah, but I, so yes, they are. I mean, you're not like all the other characters are awesome. <laughs> I don't know how to put it. Like it's we're almost, watching Hulk just pow- look at this. Uh, Boom! Those guys are all dead. You know what I mean? Like so, it's a gameplay feat. It's a gameplay feature. She's, she's just like, she's fun. just she's her gameplay because each character is different. Like the Hulk feels different than Thor and Iron Man and Black okay. Widow feels different. Like they all have different gameplay. Was, and that's Black what makes Widow, it, by the way, is she badass? Dude, her boss fight with Taskmaster oh, really is really good. Yeah, oh, really I had to, yes. oh, you want to know oh, something yeah, really interesting? Hilarious. So I'm sitting here complaining for like three minutes. He's like, Jordan, that's bugged. What's going on? <laughs> okay, this is really funny. This is actually really funny. So it's in the middle of this boss fight. Like uh, I have to like chase him down or something. And I'm like, Jordan, my game keeps going into a loading screen. I don't know what's going on. Like, I think the game's bugged. It keeps going into some stupid loading screen. Well, apparently, I can't tell the difference in this game between cutscenes and gameplay. <laughs> yeah, because he was like in the game. Because yeah. I needed to like run and jump on something, but I kept dying. So it kept just resetting me to the loading screen. And I'm like... The game just keeps loading. I don't know what's happening. Well, apparently this game looks really good. It does. It is a very pretty game. So uh, I just can't tell the difference. Dude, look at what Hulk is doing, man. Oh, yeah. Oh, watch oh. this guy. Watch. This guy's going to die. He's... Oh, they didn't do it. Oh, because the guy didn't hit the button. Yeah, you could hit the button yeah. to smash it on him. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah these yeah, people are dead. Yeah, they're yeah. dead. These people are no, dead. No, it's, it's, it's hard to explain. Like, I mean, I'm, like... You're playing with the top tier Avengers, you know, Black Widow, uh, Thor, Iron Man, Hulk, right? And then you come... And then they force you into a linear linear missions, many linear missions, where you can't play as any of those people, and you're stuck playing as her. 
Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. And, and a, I don't know. I, I, it's it, like Forza Horizon 4. Yeah, yeah it, it'll it'll seasons. be interesting yeah. to see. I think, like like I said, I think the story is good, and it's very it's interesting where it's going. Right, I agree. The um, I I do think the weak point though is uh, right now her character and and those levels and those levels, right? But again, I don't. We'll see how it plays out, right? I mean, they might. I I understand there's character development that she, we might see her grow as a character. And so, I mean, it's. We'll see how it goes, right? Okay. I mean, this is just early impressions. And then, of course, like I said, I, I, I'm not the biggest fan of how they hide multiplayer behind uh, the campaign. But we'll, again, we'll see. We'll see if it's the most amazing story ever and it's worth it. And we'll go. Well, we'll there you there. go, guys. I will say I am excited to see how they handle because this has been touted as a live service game, right? Okay. I am excited to see how they handle the live service, what new missions we're going to get. We already know we're getting Hawkeye for free uh, as Ooh. a DLC. We know we're getting a lot of free DLCs. I, I'm curious to see how they'll handle expansions. Uh, and, and go forward, right? I, I'm getting excited for that aspect because I feel like, and this is just this is just me. I feel like they're kind of going to go that destiny route, right? Where they're yeah. going to come out feels, with some. When you're dealing with uh, the inventory, it feels very destiny. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the the uh, uh, what are they called? Destiny. Gear item here. Uh, engrams. No, oh, no, yeah, they, yeah. no, they the, drop like engrams. No, no, yeah. you, you drop gear. You gear up your character, right? The 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 object of the game like in destiny is like it's okay to go back and do these things and play because you want to get better gear right you're gearing up your character Dude, and then of course you're doing it you're doing it with each character because let's say you gear up iron man then you got to go back and do captain america right so there's a lot of replayability there but i'm very and then when they talk about live service i, I i'm really interested to see if they do like like destiny's coming out with their beyond light expansion are they going to do big expansions like that yeah. yearly are they going to do little dlcs uh they already talked about a lot of their dlcs well, being just, free just i mean it's, characters ah. alone like super shark says ant-man and captain marvel as well Ant-Man. oh yeah ant-man's so coming cool. yeah. captain marvel well, coming this you could do a- everything with all, adding characters slowly over time yeah <sighs> I think so. Do you think we're? Do you think this is? Let's let's say it's a ten year destiny plan, right? Like, let's just take that for right now. Do yeah, I don't is, know if it's that. I just I get a good, feeling. Do you think this is a good foundation for that to build on? Well, I mean, we can't play multiplayer until we finish the dang campaign. So, <laughs> so I don't know. So you don't know without yeah. being spoiled. Yeah, right? it's like, like yeah. it really is. It's a big warning. Don't play the multiplayer. We won't. It'll hurt your experience. Oh, oh okay. okay. So I have to finish Edward Scissorhands game. So <laughs> no, anyway, and I have I have some things like I. Miss Marvel to me is not the Miss Marvel in this game. Miss Marvel, I, I grew up in the golden era of comics, you know, the late 80s, early 90s. And yeah. Miss Marvel was not the Miss Marvel that's in this game. And so it's, I'm confused half the time because Miss Marvel doesn't have big hands. She's like the female Superman in the Marvel world, right? Yeah. And it confuses me because that's not Miss Marvel. Mm-hmm. And yeah. so I, I get really confused. You're confused. You're confused I'm confused. Boy. That's not Miss Marvel. Why do? Why is Mr. Fantastic uh, look like that? You know what I mean? I, well, there, I have some prejudices I got to deal with. There you go, guys. There's our <laughs> yeah. first impressions. But of, it's, yeah, I'm excited to see. It, it's interesting. Of Marvel Avengers. Uh, go check it out for yourself. We'll have more as, as we play through can this. I, so stay can tuned. I, can I, yeah, I, can I just answer Fitz in chat and why is there a Miss Marvel and a Captain Marvel? Go ahead. Uh, real quick, this is the the, the summary. Cliff notes. Cliff, Cliff notes. notes. Captain Marvel was like a Superman character in the Marvel world, um, and it, he was male. And really cool storyline. He eventually dies. Uh, spoiler alert. Uh, I think I can say it because it was 40 years ago. Uh, really cool character. Uh, they had like just like they have Superman and Supergirl. They had a female version of that character named Miss Marvel, which she was really cool too. She's an awesome character. And if you've ever read the X-Men comic books, she has a pivotal 
part of that story. Uh, if you've ever heard of Rogue, um, she can fly and she has super strength and she can touch people and absorb their powers for a short time. Um, I'm trying to make this as short as possible. Uh, that Miss Marvel, um, Rogue wasn't always the best. She was with Mystique. She was on, on the bad side of things. Mystique made Rogue touch Miss Marvel to absorb her power too much. And Rogue touched her way too much and almost killed her, put her in a coma for a couple years. Anyways, Rogue stole all her powers. Um, and that's why Rogue can fly and has super strength is because she took it from Miss Marvel, right? So uh, Miss Marvel was actually Miss Marvel. It wasn't until I think 2013. Yeah, we were, we were, yeah, it's, so what had happened from what I understand, right? In kind of the modern age comic, Miss Marvel is the same character, Carol something. Yeah, yeah, Carol yeah, something. Yeah. Anyway, she changed her name to Captain Marvel, and then they recruited a new Miss Marvel, which is the one we see in the game, who sure. is Kamala Khan, right? So, and it's kind of funny, like it. A lot of people, it basically, it's one of those things where it's like, ah, she just woke up one day and was like, ah, I'm gonna change my name yeah, to, to, to Captain, Captain Marvel. Marvel. Yeah, yeah. So, so, and that's where it gets kind of confused. But anyway, um, yeah. So there's. So the Miss Marvel in this game is not the same Miss Marvel that was in the 90s comics. Yeah, that Miss Marvel changed her. She was just like washing her hair in the shower one day and was like, you know what? I'm going to be Captain Marvel yeah, today. Yeah, so the Miss Marvel in the 90s and 80s is now Captain, Captain Marvel, Marvel, and then they recruited a new or a new a new Miss Marvel came in who is Kamala. So Interesting. Yeah. That's why my go. brain is all confused. Yeah, that, it is. That it story. Is, yeah. <laughs> Typical comic book uh, universe. That's very story. confusing. There you so. go. Uh, let's move on. We had another game. Can you move all these games? Oh, yeah. There's too many games. And right? can I, can How I, do you play them all? Can I say it? Yeah. This next game is my favorite of the three. Of the three that have yeah. dropped. Well, there's more, yeah, but more, the, yeah, three but that have, the three big ones that have dropped this week. Jordan the Man, tell us about the remake. Yeah. Tony that Hawk. Tony Hawk the Pro remastered. Skater 1 plus 2. 1 plus 2. 1 plus 2. How is it jumping uh, back remake. into Tony Hawk? Oh, it's fantastic. The, I played this game originally on the PlayStation. I had Spyro the Dragon and Tony Hawk Pro Skater. Oh. And those are the two games I played a lot. And this game is everything you remember and more. Oh, baby. Oh, I, look, I remember this level. Yeah, this is exactly. the first level. The warehouse, the school. The, the, I the, the high school. This, this was the level that I was introduced to Goldfinger to. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It, hey, I, everything I can. Yeah, I, I, I am a Superman. Yeah. yeah. I was. Uh, Is it I was the same music. So they have the same music. They also have new music, but okay. you can go in and turn on and off certain songs. So oh, if okay. there's like Very three cool. or four songs that you can like, you can just essentially have them on a loop, right? I like it. Um, what's really cool is it's just if you played this before, it's like I said, it's exactly the same and uh, more. Like, obviously, updated graphics sucks. <laughs> He's Dude, no, 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 he's, no, I, I, see, know I know what he's doing. Do. He's he's not going for high scores. He's getting all the collectibles first, and then he's going to restart level and do the high scores. That's what I do. Yeah, you know, you gotta gotta get go up, you've got to get up on these half pipes and get those spins. That's how you yeah, do it. Yeah, but see, he's not going for high score. He's getting collectibles. you got to start somewhere. Yeah, he's got to get the collectibles. I think he's an idiot. So the the moron. The purpose. The purpose. You should play the game how David plays this. Yeah, look, you drop in right here, and you could be getting spins like and be combining them together right into grinds up to another spin everybody, oh. everybody listens like what are they talking about we're talking about yeah. we're watching some gameplay right? and if this, sorry if this is your gameplay that we're watching I'm sorry but you suck <laughs> <laughs> so this game it's uh, oh, dude I actually remember that yeah. I remember that yeah. Yeah. that's yeah. hilarious that's where the secret tape is yeah. right? anyway so this game it's it's an arcade skateboarding game and what I mean by arcade is it's arcadey right it's I mean sure. you it, it'll t still take some skill but it is arcadey it's not like skate where it's like more realistic like right this is an arcadey game yeah. right like you're smashing it's it's crazy 
Um, the the goal of the game is you have so many levels and you basically need to unlock all the challenges on each each level has so many challenges you yep. need to complete so many challenges to unlock new levels and then as you uh, go on you can I like I actually am not playing as Tony Hawk I created my own skater and I'm like upgrading him and stuff as I level up which is really cool but uh, it's super fun like I'm having a good time Let with me- it. I was. I told both of you guys today. There's something about just listening to '90s punk rock and skating Dude, yeah, that yeah, just is, just real, just gets you through the day. Yeah. You know? Let me ask you this: muscle memory. Did it come back to you? Where you're like, oh yeah, I remember this. I remember this control. Oh yeah. Because right yeah, now, so my mind is going to triangle. You got to hit triangle on this. Oh he's yeah, hit triangle. So hit it, was, what was it? it was up and wide to do that thing where you, the handstand thing. Yeah. Now what they do is uh, you can set special moves. As specific combo combinations on your special list. I think there's like eight slots where you can set special moves. I think some of the moves that I remember doing are now under the special move category, like the handstand. Sure. So I have to go into the setting and set my special move as up Y, you know, type yeah. thing, right? Um, but it's, I, I do, the controls are tight. Like it's, it's, um, I think it's X, right? X is like you're holding the board to yeah. do all your flips and stuff. B is kind of your kick flips and stuff like so, that, right? You uh, know, let me ask you. So obviously, A is your all in. One thing right? that looks different. Y is grind. I don't remember having to balance on the grind. Is that no? I, that's, that's no. Strange. That was there. That, that was, was there. there. Okay. I don't think they had a bar back in those days. They no, just they had did. his hands hanging out. I think you know, they like did that, have the bar. Oh, yeah, you did have to balance. What's different? Why I'm excited to play this is. The joysticks nowadays are a heck of a lot better yeah. than they were back then. Yeah. Well, it's it's sensitive. Yeah, let, yeah. Me, let me give you that. If you flick, because I was grinding and I flicked the joystick and he fell the opposite way. So it's it's a little sensitive. Oh, so just just heads up. This guy's just not getting his momentum going, dude. Well, he's not even he's, like he's going for collectibles, yeah, he's guys. He's going for he's collectibles. Just like he's enjoying the music. I guess. <laughs> yeah, he's probably a good song going on. No, I want to see some air, brother. What's really exciting is I played this one a lot, and then I played Tony Hawk Underground a lot. I didn't really play number two, so I'm excited to get to number two and go yeah. through that. I'm going in order. I'm, I'm doing play. I'm doing full checklist on all the levels, yeah. and then. Uh, what I'm really excited, one of my favorite levels was Downhill Jam. And how much did this game drop for? They got two different versions, I believe, a $39.99 and a $49.99. Okay, uh, which one did you uh, get? Just the $39. Okay. Forty nine yeah. just comes with all the collectibles. On yeah, collectibles yeah. I, for you. To be honest, well, I really like. I really like they all the stuff they've added. There's obviously the the new customizations. There's a level up system. There is a multiplayer mode, which is fun where you can skate together and just listen to music. Yeah. You know? But um, I love the customization, man. Like changing your board, your deck, your trucks. Oh, the uh, like remember this? Yeah, the school is level two, right? Oh. I just, yeah, it's, it's so good. Uh, you can change your t-shirts and stuff. Oh. I'm forgetting, guys. The greatest thing they've added, and probably going to be one of my favorite modes, the create a park mode. You can create your own skate park. Oh, that's you can cool. upload it online. People are doing some crazy stuff. One thing I do like, and some people may agree with me on this stuff, a lot of the stuff in create a park is locked now because I'm level one. You have to level up and progress to unlock I those like cool things. Yeah, right? I, like I like that personally because like it gives that. me a sense of progression, uh, something to shoot for. Uh, especially in like a skating game, because you think, oh, what what do I want in the skating? Because they have cosmetics that are behind, yeah. you know, you know, certain uh, you know levels and stuff like that. But all in all, like this game, I think it is a fantastic remake. They huh. really did a good job. It feels like the original game. It has the new flair with their their um, multiplayer modes, and then of course, uh, creative park and then customizing and all that stuff. So it's just it's exciting. Dude, just watching this makes me want to jump in and play. I know. However, and, this person is frustrating me because he's not picking up speed like he's you gotta get use your momentum man uh, it's 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 really fun my character my character pretty go. cool uh, no. my, i have a blue shirt i wear a blue shirt oh, blue long sleeve shirt good for you i, like I kind of look like i just came from the library and i just want to get my skate on you know? <laughs> <laughs> so, 
but no, it's out of, out of the three big games. There's there's a few more games that we'll talk about during the news and stuff. But I, I know it's funny to say, and people may disagree, but this is the funnest out, I, out of the three. Like Wasteland, Avengers, Tony Hawk, well, Pro Skater it's proof One and positive. Two. It's proof positive this that game a good game awesome. always is good. Because yeah. the gameplay well, is just fun. A good game where they took time and effort, and you can tell they care about it. They didn't just remaster it and make it their own. Like they remastered it, added new features which complement the old features. Yeah. But it still feels like when I was playing on the original yeah. PlayStation One. I think you know? Disney needs to take notes <laughs> when they want to redo their stuff. Yeah. They what these guys did. Yeah. Paid homage like to the original. Care. Took say, care. Say, I, I'm gonna say it, the same with Final Fantasy VII remake. You can tell they took time and they cared about what they were doing. They didn't just. It, all these it features was a, it was a love affair yeah it really was the they game. didn't just add all these features and say hey this is a real this is a modern they they kept true to the original while adding new features that complemented the yeah. original right anyway for 30 bucks or 40 bucks so 39.99 if you like skating i see people uh in chat the the physics are completely unrealistic yeah it's totally an arcade skater this is not if you if you've only played skate or that new one that came out skate xl like this is not that it's completely no, an arcade Tony Hawk. yeah it's completely an arcade and skater and it's but the, that's that's what benefits it it's it's a good time yeah so. the, the yeah the strength of this game is not caring <laughs> <laughs> just listening to music and, and just skating. skating yeah like that's, that's really why this game's awesome uh, so yeah, I just so anyway. I remember I could I could grind for so long. I was so good at the grinding. I feel like they took out blood. I feel like when you slammed your face on the original PlayStation, there was a little bit of blood. I think I think I remember that. They, as they well. might have there taken out the blood. Maybe thing. that's the forty nine edition. Yeah, maybe that's yeah, it has maybe the gore. Yeah, it's forty nine a dollar. Maybe you gotta go into settings and turn it on. Well, I feel like when you fell in the original, it was more impactful because your character would go ooh like he would like ooh you know, and you're like oh. Yeah, yeah. Dude, I'm very excited to jump in and play this. Yeah, multiplayer is gonna be fun. With Madden like, skate around. Madden twenty one is here. Here, everybody and another game that came another out. game that came out. there's just so many games. how do you manage all these games i don't know i you have just have to pick and choose right so madden 21 is here everybody if you'd want if you're into madden you want to join a league uh, we have dark knight who is running our x1 bros madden yeah. league it, it's i know he's running through a draft it looks like it might be full or close to full but jump into discord head over to the madden channel the madden league channel and uh just ask if you want to join the league. If not, you might have to wait a season and then you can get in. But Madden 21 is here. Uh, and we actually have a question from Rocket 4 in, in regards to, to Madden 21. He left us a question. He says, hey, guys, hope everyone is doing well and staying healthy. I have a question for X1. As an avid Madden gamer, do you think the tsunami of hate Madden 21 has received in the last week is, or so is warranted? He said, I'm reading slash watching reviews and Madden fans are absolutely berating EA for things like the continued use of microtransaction, lack of core features that have been requested by many, and elements of the game that have been copy and pasted from prior year's titles. Would love to hear your thoughts. Cheers from Atlanta. Uh, can we can we pull it up as a, sure, as a big sure, manner, sure. spicy, just yeah, while yeah. we talk? I, so in answer to, to your question, I think some of those criticisms uh, are are fair i think some of them are unwarranted as well so in some of the reviews that i've seen a lot of people are smashing them for it not being it's an iterative jump but every year is an iterative jump right uh so i had a chance i haven't i haven't dove in fully into this game yet uh i never dive so i my my review of the game is a little bit different than everyone i play this game for ranked online i don't play or if I do play, I play franchise mode by myself. Franchise mode, just in, in scrolling through it, looks about the same that it's been, which means it's not been improved. It's kind of fallen apart the past years, and I know that's one of the criticisms. They did upgrade some really nice things in gameplay that I like. 
uh, primarily running again feels really good. It hasn't. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's improved both years. Last year, it felt I think running was at its best. I think this year it's even better. They also added a new game mode that I really, really like. When you talk about NFL Blitz, this game mode is kind of NFL blitzy. It's called Steroids. the yard. Yeah. Well, it's called the yard and it's six on six. You get three chances to go into the end zone to score. Uh, you've got to go 20 yards. It's like backyard football. You gotta go 20 yards to get a first down. Oh, okay. And you can do any, you can do any play. So you can hike the ball to anyone on the field, like <laughs> anyone on your line. It's really cool. It's really crazy. It's like this new strategic. It's like NFL street. It's like <laughs> NFL street. It kind of yeah. is. Uh, and I really like that. I super KO. They brought they brought that at the end of Madden 20 that I really enjoy, and I think that's a great addition to the game. Where I think the game falls apart for people in a yearly release is with stuff like um, franchise mode, their story mode, which year one was really good when they first brought out their campaign mode, story mode, yeah. where you play through the story of a guy. Last year, I didn't even finish it. It, <laughs> it wasn't that great. Um, from what I understand, this year it's even less Worse. great. So I, so I feel like that's some place when people are paying every year, they want it justified with that as well as franchise mode. Ultimate team, I've not been in since the first the time it was yeah. introduced. When it was first introduced, you couldn't buy your cards. You had to earn them. Uh, then towards, you know, in the middle of, of ultimate team being introduced, then all of a sudden you could buy card packs. And actually here on the X1 Bros, we had an ultimate team tournament, which we have never done since because people were just buying card packs and, and beating you and. And so that's the ultimate, heh, ultimate pay to win yeah. in my mind. I see what so, you did there. so I'm not a huge fan of. I like Ultimate Team as if if it was if Ultimate Team was grind only to earn cards because you have to do like certain missions to earn different cards and they have themes. I love that model, and that model to me justifies paying for a new copy every year. I do not think Madden at this point should charge every year for what amounts to pay to win ultimate team card style. And I would be curious what their numbers are. And this might be controversial. I'm going to pull Jordan controversial statement right here. Yeah. I think Madden's model of yearly releasing with what they're doing is outdated. And I think, I think it would benefit Madden and sports games at this point. Well, well, especially Madden. I think Madden because of ultimate team, which would be amazing again, if it wasn't, pay to win which is what it is for me i would love to grind out cards and stuff like that um but i primarily play one mode and that is ranked online and it worked well for me but i do think if they went to like a free to play by the add-on season some some, i don't know and i don't even know if that's the right model either but i just think the reason they're getting hammered is because i think some of it is justified i think some of it is unwarranted i think because of the big kids on the block they receive criticism yeah. Uh, because people just like to hate the big kid on the block. So some of it is unwarranted. Overall, the gameplay is really good. Like the gameplay mechanics, it's it's on point. It's, smooth, it's improved. Still. It's yeah. smooth. I really like it. They've had 21 years to get it right. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I mean, and that's what you're paying for. That every year it improves. I think it improved this year. My one complaint that they still not fixed. And in in ranked online, this pisses me off more than anything. And it's not your internet connection. It is glitching on field goals it's still a thing i don't understand even on this version even on this version this version actually i've experienced it at a higher frequency than i experienced it last version so far and this is what i don't understand other games fifa fifa is a prime example fifa you can play online and i don't ever experience granted i don't play that as much so it's limited but i definitely don't experience it at the rate 
that you experience it here. I don't experience like lag glitches. Why when I play Madden ranked online or any online mode, why does it glitch out on field? Go- it will screw you. Yeah, it will it screw you. You'll miss. Yeah, it's the most frustrating. Is thing. it possible that it's also happening elsewhere? It's just this is the time section, so that's where you notice it most. It's time because it's that you got to hit it, hit it, correct, like, and you've yeah. got to get it correct. Because uh, um, it could be. Well, here's the thing: it does happen elsewhere sometimes. It happens like when you drop back for a pass. Sometimes it'll glitch. You're screwed then. And what happens is then your characters speed up, right? Like they, you'll see them like go really fast because it's catching up with itself. It's clearly a lag. Do these have? Does this game have servers or is it peer to peer playing? I don't know. That's the thing. It feels like it's peer to peer because it happens so much, which I don't understand in 2020 why you aren't on dedicated. Especially servers. if they're if they're having a. Uh, by the game model mixed with microtransactions like a free-to-play model this feels like this game has is both right yeah no it, no, it definitely so is. if you're bringing in that kind of money money why aren't you giving the servers that kind and maybe of love? It is, I don't, I know, and maybe it is dedicated. we could probably google it real quick maybe it is dedicated servers i don't know but, but even then they're obviously not working but they're skipping it's on been it. a consistent issue that i don't understand how you haven't fixed it yet that that's a big complaint overall I think last year's Madden was a bigger jump as far as improvements than this year's Madden. I do like this year's Madden, but again, my opinion's Maybe. flawed because I really only play one mode, and that is ranked online. Well, I'm I'm curious what how they develop it. Like, is it the same team developing it every year? You have a live team who takes care of the live game, and then you have the development team who's developing, right? Because even if you take Call of Duty, which is a, th- uh, a yearly release, you actually have different studios, so they have like two to three year windows to get their get right, so yeah. they have time. So I don't know. Maybe if I don't know if they have multiple studios working on this. I mean, they probably do, right? But. Yeah. I think what they should do with Madden is you should jump to a two-year release cycle and then your yearly game just have like a big patch. A, you know ros- what I mean? a roster update. Yeah, like you do, you do it's it's essentially like, you know, 2020 is is the game that comes out. 2021 is like a big, almost an expansion pass, and then 2022 is another full release. Right? You know, yeah. it is peer to peer. See why in 2020. Why are you peer to peer? That is, yeah. I'm, well, I'm telling you. The, the question is, is why are you peer to peer with the money that you have, right? I mean, because Madden's a big franchise, right? It's they, a they very make, big they make, franchise. They make a lot of money, and, and EA itself has a lot of, you know. And there's really no other football games. Well, right? I'll tell you what you no, could do. No, they, it I'll, is Madden. I'll, yeah. I'll tell you what you could do. That I would pay for it with my play style. You could go just let it be free to play. Let the sports thing be free to play. I know you've got to play, pay for licensing for the NFL, which I'm sure costs you, and it's exclusive licensing. So I'm sure that costs you a pretty penny. But open it up free to play. Sell your card packs, right, like you do. I'm sure you're making tons of money there. But then sell, sell season pass, like not a battle pass, but season passes. So, for instance, I would pay to do, okay, for the next two months, here's our ranked online season. Uh, the top X amount gets su- such and such, yeah, or you get good. something. I would pay. I would pay ten dollars to enter a two month season in ranked online mode, and you could do that with the yard, which is their new mode. You could do that with Super KO, uh, and then give me dedicated servers so that I don't experience that. And you're always improving your game. You're keeping new seasons. Maybe you have different prizes, uh, different trophies. Maybe you have a trophy closet or the Hall of Fame. Where you do something like that, but do I? I just feel like it's an outdated model at this point, and especially it's an outdated model if we're on peer to peer. Peer to peer? Freaking kidding me? Yeah, it's a pay model, and it's a and it's a free to play model. Having said that, having said that, I'm I'm addicted to. I mean, I just really enjoy Madden 21. I'm I I really like the gameplay. They did improve gameplay. One of the things that I really liked in last year's Madden, if you 
you really played linebackers heavy and see how he's outrunning the linebackers, that running back in last year's Madden. If you were the linebacker playing it right, you couldn't a running back almost could never outrun a linebacker. And so you always played on defense as a linebacker. But in this version, it feels more accurate to speed. So linebackers traditionally are not as, as speedy as like your defensive backs or your safety. They're usually your faster guys, right? Your linebackers are usually your, your bigger, slower guys that are there to, to stop the run up the middle, stuff like that. So it that way defense feels better. Offense feels really good, but stop lagging out. <laughs> yeah. Well, and it's oh. right on the field goals and the it's right goals. on field goals. It just screws you up, but there you go. I don't know if that answers your questions. Rocket four to summarize. I think some of it is warranted. I think some of it is unwarranted. Uh, Rocket four is in chat. I would like to know rocket four what, what your thoughts are on that as well, or DM me your thoughts. Uh, I'd be curious, but overall, I mean, overall, I like it. I do think last year's Madden was a bigger upgrade than this year's Madden for sure. All right. But, and that brings us to the next segment of our show. Mm-hmm. Wait, wait, is it the news? This is the news. Baby. Oh, we have any. I've, Jordan, oh. the man. Tell us. Give yes. us the news, buddy. What what few stories have we not talked about? Yeah. So we <laughs> have happening in the world last, Xbox One. last week. We got the uh, Star Wars Squadron official uh, uh, single player gameplay reveal. You get to play as an Imperial mission. Uh, you get to see it. It actually looks really good. It looks nice. It looks pretty. It looks like a fun dog fighting game. And uh, now that we know the price is a little bit cheaper as well, it's also a little bit more appealing, right? Yeah. Uh, What's the price? I think it was thirty forty bucks instead of sixty bucks. Nice. So thirty nine ninety nine. Yeah. So. Well, I got my so, Thrustmaster ready. Yeah, no, and that's what Whoa. I'm. That's actually makes me more excited because I was worried about this game, like because it's like, well, how how much can I play this game? But now that I have the Thrustmaster, you can play it all the yeah, time. Anyway, no, but it does look really good. I think they did a good job with it. If you haven't seen that gameplay trailer, it's really cool. Uh, they released it last week, so be sure to check that out. Speaking of sports, NBA 2K21 is now available, and uh, if you're a big basketball fan then 2K is the game for you because it's out now. And if you decide you want to uh, get it on the current consoles, you'll get it at a $60 price tag. If you want to upgrade oh. to the bigger consoles, you got to pay that extra $10. Oh, uh, yeah, that's the whole thing with that. Yeah, which is which is really is unfortunate. I really hope games... I don't... Yeah, I really hope games don't go that route. I, I mean, right now, I think it's really the developer. It's up to the developer because some developers are doing it and some developers are not doing it, right? So... It all depends, but it'll be interesting. But anyway, nonetheless, 2K21 is now available. Uh, be sure to check it out. Also, a fun little game that came out this week as well, Dark Hollow. This one... Why does that sound familiar? Uh, I don't know. I watched a trailer of it this week. Uh, uh, when I was streaming, chat it, was talking about it. Is it like the Dark or the, the game that's uh, like a Rust style where you build your... Kinda. The best way to describe it, and this is how chat described it to me, I think it was Psychotic Asian who described it to me, and we, we pulled up the trailer. It's uh, Grounded and Pikmin combined yeah, in a game. That's, yeah. I've, I've seen this So game. you kind of put up your blueprints, your little Pikmin characters, or not yeah. Pikmin, but they're like Pikmin. <laughs> go, and, go and build your thing, and then you got to defend your base from, from enemies that come in, uh, which is really cool. So it actually looks fun. It, it did launch in game preview, but I believe it is available via the Game Pass as well. Uh, we already talked about uh, Crusader Kings, but oh, here we go again. Guys, I'm Crusader so Kings excited 3 for Crusader Kings. On Game Pass, on the PC. Game Pass Ultimate. I, If you're into role-playing games, if you're into grand strategy games, Crusader Kings is the game for mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm. It is I, Crusader Kings 2 was my first entry into the series. I loved it. It it does it does stuff that no other game does for yeah. me. It is spicy. Did you play Crusader Kings 2? Uh, not 
two. You showed it to me, but oh, okay. I this game's out now, right? It is out. Yeah, it's I downloaded out. it and I okay. started to try to play it. Yeah. But the tutorial confused me. Oh, it is. You'll have to watch a video. <laughs> okay. What? What's it's comp- one of those games. Once you, once <laughs> the gameplay was um, was just a screen of words. <laughs> like I'm like, huh? Yeah. So it's very. Think of Oregon Trail in 2020 as a grand strategy with. <laughs> With okay. armies and kingdoms, and that is that is, and like that if, is Crusader. Kings. That is Crusader Kings. You it have is, died of dysentery. Yeah, basically. So what happens is with Crusader Kings. So this is Paradox Studios, and they have other games. They're like, amazing. Yeah, mm-hmm. like uh, Stellaris, real time strategy. Since space the Solar game, Empire. Since the Solar yeah. Empire. Yeah, very they do good Europa Universalis, which is considered one of the greatest grand strategy games yeah, ever. Okay, I'm sold just by having them develop. Yeah, Europa <laughs> Europa Universalis. You're in charge of a nation. And you build that nation up. You Europe. fight against other nations. Yeah, in Europe. <laughs> That's Europa Universalis. In 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 the reason that I really enjoy Crusader Kings is because these storyline develop these storylines develop. If you're into Dungeons and Dragons, if you're into st- very story driven well, games, cr- this is Crusader Kings because instead of being in charge of a nation, you are in charge of a person. A lineage, right? Uh, and that person, you gotta do it. <laughs> you've got to get married. You've got to make decisions. Do like, you gotta do it. Get married. Who do you marry? Does that marry? And you'll start at a different level. Like you could just be. Can't you have douchebag kids? Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. So you have stuff like attributes. Those attributes can determine like what kind of kids you have. When you're selecting your wife, Danger. there are give and takes with attributes with your wife. Like she's a total bitch. She's <laughs> awesome. Like, but if she's a total biatch, she is a strong ruler and, and people won't rebel against you. Right. And so you got these give and takes, but maybe she's not as fertile as you'd like her to be. So she can't bear your children. So then your lineage dies game over. Right. Like what, and what then, do you do? And then, so as it so goes, lusty's the way to go. As yeah. it goes, like you're, you're, tr- you're trying to do rebel. is, and then there's religion and armies and you're trying to like, if you start out as a Duke, you're trying to come up and, and merge all your powers. You go to war, you overthrow the King, you become King as you go along. Like, uh, the, something uh, happens such and such visits you and decides to do this and you've got to make a decision it gives you a list of decisions think of decisions that change the game yeah what's the war like is it like a risk type thing roll it is the like dice? it is yeah. uh, it's not roll the dice uh but it is it is like risk and you can see your players on the map the very cool thing that i love about this game and what i would like to do for the x1 bros and for uh like our bonus streams that we do is i'd like to do multiplayer mm-hmm. with the three of us multiplayer in this game is real time and so we could be like merging our armies together in real time and then going after the computer. We could be allied up sleeping with each maybe I maybe no, maybe like you, you, I marry your daughter or something. <laughs> My character marries your character's daughter or something so that we can unite our kingdoms even stronger. Guys, this game, it's intimidating because it's very intimidating. It's so <laughs> I'm an Excel spreadsheet gamer and I'm intimidated. Yeah, it's so intense and in depth. But I'm telling you, just watch, look up a beginner starter video, like 15 minutes long, and you'll get it. And when you get it and start to jump in, it is amazing. This game is getting tens yeah. from reviews. It's getting yeah. perfect scores. This is this is the game scores. where they had the Game of Thrones mod, right? Because it basically yeah, and, fits that perfectly. In Crusader Kings 2, they had awesome. hundreds and hundreds of mods by the end of the thing and hundreds and hundreds of DLCs and add-ons that you could do. Uh and so this is Crusader Kings 3, so it's starting over. But they've, believe it or not, they've really streamlined their menu system yeah. compared to Crusader Kings 2. <laughs> and they've added some things that so are really cool. I have a question for you, because I've never played Crusader Kings. Yeah. But like watching this, like it looks cool and I'm excited. It kind of makes me want to play Civ. Like which one? 
So like, you Civ, know, which one would you piss? You know, Civ like, is like the preschool version. <laughs> the, I'm dead serious. That's scary. Yeah, no, that terrifies me. It is like the preschool. Do you know version. how much I've stared at the stupid Civ menus of like, should I do science or, or yeah. should I go next? So because like what we're watching here for those of you that are watching live is you're this king, see, and he's seen, he's seen like, okay, who's over here? And your your character can make decisions that help him with his people, hurt him with his people. He's going about a certain strategy, deciding like, okay, do I do I get married? Who do I get married to? Who do I make as my advisors? Your advisors have a huge role in how the game plays out for you. Some of them can betray you and backstab you and start wars within your kingdom against you. And oh, it's so good. I really I really like this game. Crusader Kings Three Game Pass Ultimate. Highly yeah, recommend it's on the PC. Jump on it. And right it's uh, one of the games of the month, right? It's yeah, our Game Pass game of the month so it gives you a perfect opportunity to try it out that in wasteland 3 so go try it out all right let's talk a little bit about call of duty on september 9th oh, i'm very sorry for swearing guys i was just very also you, let me apologize you swear i didn't even hear i i said biatch oh well, well i mean i mean what do you all, do do you want all I, the people you offended no longer listen to us so you really don't need to apologize sorry, sorry. <laughs> well i gotta i gotta be better about that i apologize yeah. already. if they're still listening at this point then it's yeah. just you know <laughs> yeah. uh resident evil uh yeah uh, no no Call of Duty sorry Call of Duty Call of Duty Resident oh no Evil. no you're right Resident Evil I apologize for it hits Game Pass yeah another another Game Pass game because oh. we're on Game Pass Resident Evil Seven which by the way in my opinion is one of the best Resident Evils Resident so Evil Seven is fantastic it's scary it is they they move it's the it's the where they move factor. it to first person they yeah. have a lot of cool things where characters come in it's really really good I really enjoyed Resident Evil Seven play it it's on Game Pass for the console and PC now which is really great so give it a shot because you know why not ah I like it now. Moving on to Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War, we're going to get the multiplayer reveal this coming Wednesday, September 9th at 10 a.m. Pacific Time. That's 1 p.m. Eastern Time. So be sure to check that out. I'm really excited for this because I hope they show... They're going to show your... I'm sure they'll show the typical... Uh, Call of Duty multiplayer, right, which is there. Uh, I'm really curious to see what their ideas and what their vision is for the next... Uh, for, for Warzone, right? Because Warzone's going to... I hope this answers more questions because I want to know what's going on with Warzone, what they're going to do with it, where they're going to go with it, how it's going to work. I hope we get a lot of those answers uh, on September 9th for the multiplayer reveal. Very exciting. So, And then, of course, last but not least, also on September 9th, I will be streaming that day. Outer Worlds, baby. Outer Worlds Peril on Gorgon DLC is going to be available September 9th. Super excited. If you haven't played Outer Worlds yet, it's also on Game Pass. If you love Fallout or even just kind of like Fallout, you'll like this game. Outer Worlds is fantastic, and I'm really excited to jump back in on the new DLC, Peril on Gorgon. I mean, just the name, Gorgon. Gorgon is... Is that uh, is that the same name as the... I think it's the same name as the people in that movie, Small Soldiers, the Gorgons. Okay. Remember, no, there was a Small Soldier and the, show, Gor- yeah. and the Gorgon. What about Stranger Things? What is the Stranger Things? Demigorgon. 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 Yes, I know what you're saying. Gorgon. I know what you're saying. I don't know. But anyway, really excited about Outer Worlds, Peril on Gorgon. I'm excited to see who's in Peril, what Gorgon is, and where it's going to take us. There you go. That moves us to the last segment of our show. This is a segment where we take your questions. To submit a question, you can do so each and every single week over on YouTube, youtube.com forward slash... X1 Bros. Just X1 Bros. Yeah, Yeah. and hit the join button, become a member, and submit a question. Uh, You... Join us there and and come to sorry Super Shark. Uh, thank you very much for the super chat. He says I'll donate every time you swear. Well, damn it, Super Shark. <laughs> <laughs> uh, first question 
comes from the one and only Brian F. Uh, we're running a little bit late, so I'm just going to run through maybe f- I'm going to pick four of the questions here that we got. We got a lot of submissions this week. Uh, Brian F. writes in and says, where does UI rank in importance when deciding on a console for you? Spicy, I feel like this is something yeah. that, that you would really take into consideration. Where does it rank in importance for you, it's- UI? I mean, it's important. I, I consider other things more important, like the controller I use, um, the friends that are on the specific console that I am on. I th- feel like those are more important. Uh, but at the same time, it's really nice if you have a snappy user interface and it's easy to find things. Um, I feel as though if I were to choose, uh, hands down, the Xbox I feel I'm way more comfortable with. I think the PlayStation everything in a line and you're never able to find anything you want is really hard for me to, to deal with. Yeah. I think the opening screen for the PlayStation, the is <laughs> really pleasant. Yeah. Um, but, uh, that, that doesn't, let me add, that doesn't prevent me from getting uh, a PlayStation, but it is nice when I'm not on the PlayStation playing games. Cause I get annoyed with that user yeah. interface. Right. So, um, and, uh, yeah, I would say, I mean, early stages of the Xbox one, it was very sluggish. Now it's a much better. Um, but yeah, I say it's important, but where your friends are and what input you use is more important. I also me. think we're becoming spoiled as gamers with the respect that with both the PlayStation upgrade to the PlayStation five and the Xbox, it's iterative UI improvements instead of a whole new UI. Like for instance, when we went from the Xbox to the Xbox 360, whole new UI, 360 to the Xbox one, whole new UI. This has been, this has been improvements over time. And this is just one more improvement. It's not a complete shift from a UI, which I, I think is better. Yeah. I don't like Sony's. I like Xboxes, but I like both consoles. So yeah. whatever. Great question. Thank you very much. Brian F for writing in. We got another super chat from beast. He says, is David's shirt going to be our next producer shirt? This is for everybody watching. All right. live. This is our next producer shirt. For those of you listening, head over to uh, come check out the VOD and you can see the next producer shirt. There it is. There it is. Everybody. It's one of my favorites. Great question. Great question. Of course, all of them are my favorite because I make them. So. <laughs> Great question, Beast. Uh, Fancy El Chapo writes in and says, Do you think the recent rumor that the PS5 backwards compatibility is less than what people expected, uh, do you think that will help the Xbox Series X sell more units? Well, it's not going to hurt. Yeah, I'll I, say that. Yeah, I agree with that. I don't that. know whether it'll help or not, but it's definitely not going to hurt. Yeah, I did. we did a video about this. I did a video about this on the our YouTube channel uh, this week. I think it's this... It's it's not a selling feature necessarily, but it's it's another addition additional feature that adds up with all these other features that yeah. that I think Xbox is going for a value sell. Like we are the best value in gaming with Game Pass with our with our. I think they're going to try to price cut PlayStation. We're the most powerful console. We're cheaper. Look at all these look at all these values and having backwards compatibility in the way they have backwards compatibility that PlayStation 5 doesn't look like it's going to have is just one of those added values. Also, you get to play all your games from your past consoles for free if you already own them. Right. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. Stuff like that. So I don't think it's a get a console seller. It's, it's but I think like, it's an added benefit to gamers. I, it's kind of like the way I describe it. It's it's, you know, when you do the laundry. And then you, you're folding your pants and you pull out like a $10 bill in your pocket. And you're like, oh, that's right. You know, it's yeah. kind of like that feeling. Yeah, like, oh, yeah, awesome. I can do that. Yeah. You know? yeah, yeah. It's this added feature that plays well with gamers. Yeah. That, that is that is good for gamers. Yeah, absolutely. Great question. Fancy El Chapo. Thank you very much for writing in. 
We've got a question from Garbage Grove. All right. Garbage Grove writes in and says, Hey, brosives. So I've been completely stuck on No Man's Sky and Elite Dangerous lately to the point where if I try to play something else, I always find myself back in my cockpit in Elite Dangerous. Thankfully, the new Tony Hawk remake and Borderlands 3 with my stepson have been helping with that. Mm-hmm. But I was just wondering what your guys' favorite space games are. I've heard you guys talk about No Man's Sky and Elite Dangerous, but just curious if there's any other space pew-pew games you guys enjoy. He says, space keep, pew-pew. Yeah, he <laughs> says, keep up the great work, guys, and thanks for making my work shift that much more enjoyable. Thank you very much, Garbage Rove. I think we've all been there with that kind of addiction to yeah, games, I right? I think, I don't know, like, it's Space games, right? Like what? So what it doesn't matter the genre; it just matters space. Space, yeah. Okay, yeah. Starcraft is amazing. Yeah, oh, Starcraft is Starcraft yeah. is one of the best. Well, he games did ever say made. space pew pew. Yeah, so just well, you so. do pew pew a lot <laughs> in that game. So I don't know. I'm kind of I kind of would hate like if I had to pick one, and you guys were probably different than me. If I had to pick Elite Dangerous or No Man's Sky, where No Man's Sky stands right now, yeah, I think I'd lean towards No Man's Sky for my space sure. game. You know what I mean? Because it's well, just we all know you have a, an agenda against Elite Dangerous. You hate that game. I don't hate it. I just I'm just like, oh, what do I do now? Well, we well, do because it's because we forced you to play it. <laughs> well, we do have the Star Wars Squadron game. That yeah, see, that out one's coming out too, which could be really fun, right? Um, no, I just I like. And this may change because Elite Dangerous is coming out with that new uh, that new DLC. But I like the fact in No Man's Sky that I can get out of my ship and and build. Yeah. And cl- you know what I mean? I, I like that aspect, right? It's really fun. Right? I think another really good space game that Eve. is different is... Oh, Eve's, Eve's a good one. If you want the MMO experience, the crazy MMO experience. But... Stellaris, we just talked oh, yeah. about it. If you're into real-time oh, strategy yeah, in depth and you want to merge that with space... This game, that that game does it for you. You take over planets, you go to battle, you can do, you know, sabotage, diplomacy, war, doesn't matter, all in space. And it really does nail the, like, the vastness that an Elite Dangerous or, or a No Man's Sky has as well. Yeah. With that. Uh, Loyal Dolan Chat says Halo counts as a space game. It does. I mean, I mean, if we're doing any in, genre. Yeah, I mean, do. it does. Halo does. And Halo is one of my favorite games. Yeah. Lovers but, in a Dangerous so. Space Time is still space. But I think I think if, Galaga. He's, if he's Elite Dangerous. Galaga's a great one. If he's Elite <laughs> Dangerous and, and that's no definitely Sky, a pew-pew. I think he's looking more towards that genre. Yeah, that genre. No, I would. I mean, it's because there's not. Is I mean, how many are kind of in that genre? You got Elite Dangerous, No Man's Sky. You have I Eve, I guess, would count in that. You have Star Citizen, which will never come out yeah i know um, right i mean you, there's i mean it's kind of a it's a Fitzy would you call it a niche outer wilds yeah outer wilds a lot of people have talked about uh and they oh, really what's really that like. uh what's surviving that? mars what's is that one what's that new one that came out i've heard, i've not played it yet but i've heard a lot of good things about it um something on a dangerous planet Space on a dangerous something like yeah oh, I gotta I look it up know. I gotta find it look it up something on a dangerous planet would be a great game <laughs> yeah something on a, no it it it's, you never know what you're gonna get it gave me No Man's Sky vibes someone in chat probably knows what it is but it's it's I think it's on Game Pass uh, Astroneer wait was this the one that was at the Xbox reveal no a, a, what's it called it's like oh I don't know. Like uh, alone oh. on a savage planet or something like that. Let me tell. Now they're getting more romanticized yeah. Yeah, every time you like say a, the title. Like a Journey book. to the Savage Planet. That there was it. it yeah. Is. yeah, that's that space game. See, I knew it was something like that. Thanks, thanks. Yeah, thanks. Uh, thank, yeah. No, I, that one, I've not played it yet, but I've heard a lot of good things and it looks really fun. It kind of gives me that No Man's Sky vibe. I will you know? say, if you enjoy the Elite Dangerous No Man's Sky flying <laughs> around and exploring, that's kind of the appeal, especially to, to yeah, you know, getting lost in space in your aircraft. 
Uh, Chet <laughs> has just thrown us here. Yeah, I will say <laughs> I I will say Garbage Grove, a game that you will like that translates well. It's not a space game, but it translates well, and I think someone in your situation playing these types of games would really enjoy. It, and that's Microsoft Flight Simulator. That that has that's that very same good. that has that same feel of exploration. Maybe they'll have a uh, space expansion. Maybe they will. <laughs> But Space no, Marines. It, it has that same technicality that like yeah. Elite Dangerous Very has fun. of being in your in your in your vehicle and you know exploring the galaxy. This is exploring the world and flying around. But a very similar feel. In fact, a lot of guys that I follow on YouTube who are into Elite Dangerous are now have now moved over to uh-huh. Microsoft Flight Simulator and they jump back and forth between the two. I've actually just had a thought. I've never done this in my Microsoft Flight Simulator. If I turn off stalling, I wonder how high the game will let me <laughs> yeah. actually go. You can turn off stalling. Yeah. Well, let's figure it out. Yeah, I, I go wonder. Where no man has gone yeah, before. Yeah, as I'm thinking. I wonder how high I can actually go. Uh, that's you've actually. Maybe there actually is space content in the game. No one's ever just pulled up that much. <laughs> let's do. Let's do two more questions here. Colm Brown writes in, and he says, "Hey, bros." Hope you're doing great. My question today... That's the question. Hey, bros. Hope you're doing great. Oh, we're doing great. Yeah, we're doing great. Thank you. you. Next question. Uh, He says, my question today relates to the console prices and taxes. He says, I'm in the UK, and when we see console prices in pounds and USD, they are much closer to each other than the actual exchange rate would be. Our prices always include taxes, so do your stated console prices at E3, for example, show the price before tax, or are we just getting screwed over in the UK? The prices that you see are before tax. Everything, yeah, no, everything, right. taxes. You basically add $100 yeah. to whatever it is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. If you're, It depends the state and city that you're in. You're getting taxed more, so... Mm-hmm. Make sure you always buy it in basically like where we live. We're great. all we're all getting hosed with taxes. Where we, I mean, yeah, the whole just, world. It's a worldwide thing. Whole world right? of taxes. Yeah, we get hosed. Yeah, so there you go. Great question though, Calm Brown. Uh, taxes suck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I do want to go to Stick Remix. Let's okay. end with Sticks re- Sticks Remix question here. He says, with Marvel Avengers launching, do you think the future of gaming will see an increase in games as a service type games? He says, I imagine a Halo or Forza service type game could be infinitely profitable, pun intended. How does this compare to traditional DRC or content map packs? Stay safe and happy fall. Thank you very much, Sticks Remix. I think that is the future. I think it's probably the most profitable for the game developer, games as a service, right? Because you're continuously making money off that game, right? Sure. Theoretically. I think uh, I think certain games uh, lean towards it more than others. The way they're going to... The way... I mean, Halo Infinite... I mean, I don't... Have they fully announced that it's games as a service yet? I mean, I don't... It, it kind of seems it, like it's going to be. Is, yeah. You know what I mean? I don't think they've really come out with hard concrete stuff on what their post-launch stuff is going to be. I don't be, think but. you ever... I, I don't think from like a PR standpoint... You don't really refer to yourself as a game as service. For instance, does Destiny refer to itself as a game as a service or Fortnite for that matter? I don't think you ever refer to yourself as that. Yeah. I think you I think you use your own terminology terminology, right, to describe it. But essentially that's what, what it is. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's the future. And no, we- I, th- I I I think it, it it's not a bad model. You know what I mean? It's essentially the it's it's Kind of like the MMO model, right? I mean, you you would pay your subscription fee, right? You'd get uh, patches throughout the year, and you'd then get a big expansion. Then you'd get more patches throughout the year, right? So, I mean, it's basically that model just made a little bit more consumer-friendly in certain circumstances, right? Yeah, that was my question. Is it consumer-friendly? Does it benefit consumers? It's hard to say. Like, I don't know. I feel like it is. 
it, it well, it's probably more consumer friendly because I'm getting patches and DLCs and stuff like that uh, without paying a monthly fee, right? But that being said, some of those patches and DLCs aren't really worth the twenty dollar or what? You know what I mean? Cause yeah, but I, but I think that's where it's consumer friendly. So let's take let's take like a Fortnite, right? And I I know this is an overused example, but it's the most obvious. Fortnite, I can pay my $10 to jump into their battle pass. Mm-hmm. I can also buy in-store items if I so choose to, but I'm not I'm never forced to. Yeah. I can enjoy the game 100% with my friends at all times. I can experience their new story, their new stuff. If I decide to really dive in heavy, we could also use Apex and Call of Duty Warzone as an example like this. If I decide to dive in heavy, I don't have to pay for the next season. I don't have well, to yeah. pay for anything extra, but I still get to experience all of the content with my friends. Yeah. I mean, I guess, I mean, let's take Final Fantasy and World of Warcraft for an example. $15 a month. Uh, I mean, yeah, if, if I decided not to play, I don't know. I mean, it's kind of the same thing. If I decided not to play that patch, I can just unsub for that month. Where, I guess. Where but then I, I can't play the whole game at all. Whereas, yeah. whereas if I decided to not buy the expansion for Destiny, I could still play the rest of the stuff I enjoy. You know, so I, yeah, I, I guess I would lean a little bit more towards it's more consumer friendly. Yeah. It's I, a more consumer friendly what I, what I, MMO What model. I think it does is it gives you options. And so I think it gives you both consumers and developers options, right? Developers can... If something's not working, they can shift and say, okay, well, maybe this will work. And I think it's also consumer friendly in the respect that if it's not good, what they're offering, nobody's going to buy it. Yeah. What's hard is when you lock things behind those expansions, though, right? Yeah. Like certain geards that, you know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, that's where so Des- like, Destiny the expansion is expansion may suck, but I want, you know, the newest Fatebringer, yeah. so I have to get this expansion, you know what I mean? But, yeah. But, I mean, actually, I think Destiny's doing a good job to where they're... Well, Destiny, they're I think only, You're only paying for kind of story, like everything is available to players like all changes but you're yeah. paying for the story type. I actually think Destiny's doing a good job. I, Warzone it, is kind of following that same model too where you're you can buy the next story campaign but you regardless you get to experience the change in their multiplayer. Oh yeah, yeah. So spicy. Any thoughts on Sounds on good. games games yeah. as a service going forward you think that's the future model kind of like what Halo Infinite's doing, what Marvel Avengers is doing? Or do you think it's just one option will continue to have equal well, I, equal different types of models? No, I think I think it is. I think well, I think you're still gonna have your traditional stuff. Um, but I think it is for the majority going forward. I think so. Yeah. I mean look at let's let's look at something like Crusader Kings. I'm just sitting here picturing it as a game as service would probably crush it, right? Like free free for everybody. But you want the Game of Thrones mod? Well, guess what? That's what we're doing this season. You can you can Get it for this, you know, or some or something. I don't know exactly how you would do it with that, but it's very interesting. It's an interesting, it's an interesting time to be a gamer again. Yeah, I'm just gonna well, say that's it. how they do because games as a service doesn't necessarily mean free game, right? Yeah, like Destiny yeah. is a live service game, but it's not a free like a game, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. 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 You have to <laughs> pay it. How many times you have to pay for that game in many different yeah. ways? So I mean, it's just it just depends on how they implement it, right? Yeah, but. no, exactly. Great question. Thank you very much for writing in. Thank you everybody for writing in. That does us for today. For this week's episode, thank you for tuning in. If you haven't yet, please head over to iTunes, rate, review, and subscribe to us there. It really helps the show. Also, come subscribe to us on YouTube, youtube.com forward slash positive gaming or forward slash X1 bros. Either one works, surprisingly enough. I don't know how we have both, but we do. We have both of what? Yeah, I think it was before before YouTube did a thing. But yeah, we have youtube.com forward slash X1 bros and positive gaming. We're awesome, man. Yeah, it's just because we're awesome. I will be playing a lot of golf PGA 2K21. It's such a good game. I'm loving it. We have our online season going right now. 
I'm ready to unlock all the uh, multiplayer stuff in Avengers because has poten- it, it's got potential. Yeah, especially yeah. for that rinse and repeat. I, don't, I have no go, idea what to expect, but yeah. I, yeah, I know I got a really busy week. We got Avengers. We got to play. Oh, I want to play some Tony Hawk. We got don't forget uh, Tony. Uh, Hawk. Yeah, we got Tony Hawk. And don't then forget on, Crusader Kings. Uh, Crusader King on Tuesday. Wasteland. We, Wasteland. Three yeah, is a Wasteland's there, there. And then on Tuesday we have Kingdoms of Amular remastered. Oh! This is it's too much. Which I good. actually think when that comes out, that might be like the Tuesday game. forward. The game you go for. Be, well, because it's just like, it's it's almost like what Fable 3 should have been. You know what I mean? Dude, like what do you do? Like, there's so many games. What do we... You call in sick to work? Yeah, just don't I work. I can't. Just don't work. I mean, you could. Oh, I can do that, though. Just don't <laughs> work. <laughs> I can just not work. If yeah. you had enough money to, would you... I would not work. Just not work and play eight no, hours a day. I can't do that. I need to. I have to work. I don't have that. Your work is pl- playing and beating all of the games to talk about it here on the show. Go do yard work. I can't do that either. <laughs> I'm lazy with yard work. I hate yard. I hate yard work. Yard work was punishment for me as a kid. Uh, can't huh. do it. My yeah. wife loves it, which is a great. And we're a great team. That's good. That's good. Anyways, uh, you want me to punch that button? Yes, Yay. guys. Thank you very much for tuning in. We appreciate it. Thank you for being here. Have a great rest of your week. Jordan? Yeah. One final thought as we head out here. Give it to uh, us. Words of wisdom. I really don't know. I can't put me on the spot. Spicy, like words that. of wisdom. You got 15 seconds. Always tie your shoes. Oh, that's a good one. Um, make sure to wait like 10 seconds before you hop in the shower so that water heats yes. up. Yeah. Brush your teeth before kissing. <laughs> that's good. That's disgusting. Yeah, that's good advice. There you go. Have everybody. a good one, everybody. We'll see you next week.